Welcome to How to Talk to Kids About Anything with Dr. Robin Silverman, a podcast loaded with practical tips, powerful scripts, personal stories, and simple steps to make even the toughest conversations easier. So get ready to get the information you need to make the impact you want from someone you trust, your friend, parenting expert, Dr. Robin Silverman. Hello, and welcome to How to Talk to Kids About Anything, where we give you the tips, scripts, stories, and steps to make even the toughest conversations easier. I'm so thrilled to be your host, Dr. Robin Silverman, child and teen development specialist, author, and speaker, and most importantly, parent of two great kids who give me the opportunity to love, learn, and grow every single day, whether I want to or not. Believe me, I get it. It's not always easy, but we're in this together, and thankfully, we have a lot of wonderful people we can call on to get the help and insight we need along the way. Today we're focusing on sports and children. Sports can be an incredible opportunity for children to gain and develop physical skills, learn how to be a member of a team, get the exercise that's recommended for their growing bodies, make dear, dear friends, and improve confidence along the way. Of course, sports can have a downside if there's too much pressure on kids to win, be the best, cram more and more into their already tight schedules. So we're going to speak with an expert in children in sports to make sure we maintain some balance, gain the benefits, and keep some of the win-at-all-cost consequences at bay. Ross Flowers, PhD, is an experienced sport and performance psychologist, executive coach, author, and speaker. He is the director of sports performance psychology for the LA Clippers. As a partner in the Giles Consulting Group, he has worked as a leadership development coach for the Center for Creative Leadership, international sports psychologist, psychologist in California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation, and sports psychology instructor. Ross is the author of Introducing Your Child to Sports and Experts Answers to Parents' Questions About Raising a Healthy, Balanced, Happy athlete. Ross served as a senior sports psychologist for the United States Olympic Committee and was a member of many USA World Cup, World Championship, and Olympic teams for summer and winter sports. Ross founded and directed the Applied Sports Psychology Program at the University of California, Davis. Welcome, Dr. Ross Flowers, to How to Talk to Kids About Anything. Thank you very much for having me. Well, we're so thrilled to have you. And before we get into the meat of the matter, for those who haven't had the opportunity to hear you speak or read your book, can you just take a moment to talk to us about what gets you up in the morning and what got you so interested in exploring the area of sports and children? Well, I think as a young athlete myself, my interest started very early. Um, And as I grew through sport after my own athletic experiences, uh, working with uh, parents of youth, high school, college, Olympic, and professional athletes, I was I started fielding more and more questions about how to introduce children to sports in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many children were coming into sport uh, excited, but for example, maybe they'd have a bad coach, or maybe they'd have uh, an injury early, and parents were asking more and more questions. So it made me think also, what could I do to provide a resource mm-hmm. for for parents and developmental coaches? to help not only the parents and coaches introduce their children in a healthy way, but hopefully to help those kids avoid bad experiences so they'd want to continue in sport. Hmm. Uh, And then, of course, I had my own children. Oh, yes, (laughs) that'll do it. 
Right. And as you said, is, you know, we learn through our children's experiences. And as I was working in the field of sports psychology and my sport, my children were introduced to sport. Uh, I found myself not only answering questions for other parents, but answering questions for myself mm-hmm. and how I wanted my children to uh, enjoy their experiences in sport, uh, but also monitoring, managing my own interests for them to enjoy sport the way I did as a child. So okay. that kind of prompted me to to uh, write this book. Oh, I see. Okay. So you were able to provide this resource of introducing your child to sports, that your book. And I know there's a lot of questions that are answered in that book about when you should start your kids in sports and which sport to you know turn to. I mean, there are so many activities that kids can get involved in from art to instruments to scouts to academic achievement, uh, enrichment. What, what sort of things make it so you feel sports is, is really important for kids to get involved in? Well, I think first it's a great outlet, you know, Particularly now, you know, we see so many kids that are connected or attached to electronics. And just to be able to have that experience for kids to run around freely, play freely, learn about their bodies, learn how to develop those ABCs of agility, balance, and coordination, uh, as well as some of the social learning, you know, about themselves, but also how to interact with other kids. Uh, and other and other families in sport, I think, is just a great outlet for kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there was an interesting informal survey that asked hundreds of college athletes to think back and answer, what is your worst memory from playing youth and high school sports? And their overwhelming response was the ride home from games with my parents. <laughs> um, those same college athletes were asked, what made them feel great and they amplified their what amplified their joy during a ball game and they answered i love to watch you play was the statement they heard from their parents that made them the happiest so can you just tell us what message you think we should be sending to our kids about sports and can you give me a rundown of like what to do and what not to do as a sports parent Well, I think first and foremost, we have to remember as parents that it is about the child Mm -hmm. and what is what is in their best interest, not our own as parents. You know, many parents, whether they've had their own athletic experiences or wish they had more of an athletic experience, put, I think, undue pressure on their children to have done more or be better or keep growing, keep developing. And so we see parents, you know, putting hours and hours, lots of resources into helping their kids develop through sport. And many times that becomes the interest and the passion of the parent. So I think if we can dial that back and remind ourselves, what is best for my child? What do they want? Are they still passionate and motivated to play the sport? And with that as a backdrop and a constant reminder, hopefully our children can be healthier and more balanced in their sport experiences. Mm-hmm, mm, absolutely. So for for the parents who are listening, who have kids that are in sports, how can parents specifically support their kids in sports? Should they be practicing with them? Should they be attending all their games? Is there some kind of line when there's too much support? What What should we be doing? I think first it's a it's a good healthy conversation with their children in sports and asking them what is best for you what will help you the most of course 
you know, parents should first look at their schedules. You know, can they take their kids to the sporting events on a regular basis? Uh, can the parent, you know, be there supporting them? And what type of support is best for the kids? For example, you know, the parent who is always there cheering, supporting the kid, happy whether the kid, you know, does well or does poorly, but they're putting their best effort in. Mm-hmm. may be recommended as opposed to the parent who is constantly critiquing the kid after the performance or during the performance always giving advice you know <laughs> coaching over the over the coach right uh, those are, those are some bad practices i think that have negative impacts on kids so the more parents can be that positive sounding board sometimes just listening mm-hmm. uh, sometimes just being there for support and encouragement is is all a kid needs mm-hmm. So if a child, and this is a frequent question that I get, if a child starts a sport and then continually sort of starts and then quits, starts and then quits, they don't want to stick with it when things get tough, what are we supposed to do to help that child have a a better experience with sports and not one where they are constantly starting and stopping? Well, again, I think it starts the conversation, you know, before the season starts, the parents and the children talking about, for example, if they want to play baseball, the child wants to play baseball. Is it really the child's passion or is it the parent's passion? If the child expresses, yes, I want to play, having that agreement that if we start playing baseball, we're going to continue and we're mm-hmm. going to finish the season. So we always have the motto, in my family at least, we're going to finish what we start. Yes. Unless, of course, there are some extraneous variables um, that would prevent the child or the family from being able to play the sport or continue. But after that conversation, it's reminding the child, hey, I know it's Wednesday, you have practice, maybe you had a bad day at school, you don't want to go to practice, but we said we were going to complete the season, so we're going to get up and we're going to go to practice. And I think just with some nurturing, some encouraging words, uh, keeping the sport fun and interesting will encourage that child to continue to attend practices as well as games. You know, Because I think what parents and, and coaches uh, don't want to see is kids who just show up for games because that's oh that's supposed to be the fun part mm. but a lot of the learning and development comes through practice and I think that's where kids can learn quite a bit not only about how to play the sport but how to develop friendships and relationships uh, how to learn about their own social understanding and awareness uh, and of course teaching them how to be responsible and disciplined so you allocate that hour maybe for practice on a Wednesday afternoon as well as that hour or 90 minutes for the game on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know that you know <coughs> a lot of the parents who are listening, they've heard a lot of the uh, complaints from people that uh, sports can be all about winning and you know we have to push our kids to be the best and they have to start early and they have to go, go, go. How can we help our kids to gain those really awesome qualities of sportsmanship and teamwork from sports and not worry so much about the winning aspect? Well, I think there's a couple key elements there. Uh, first is identifying a good coach or a good athletic program where they're reinforcing learning and development and they're really teaching fundamental skills to kids. So it's not about the wins and losses. It's more about is the child learning some of these fundamental skills of agility, balance, coordination, uh, fundamentals of whatever sport is they're playing, some of the social elements of being a part of a team, or if it's an individual sport, how much they learn about themselves as an individual, as a competitor, or just a participant in sport. The other thing is the parents being very aware 
that their kids, mm-hmm. their kids in sport. And yes. so reminding themselves that if you're pushing a nine, 10, maybe 11 year old child to go to not only their team practice and competition, but then paying for an, an extra coach to work on speed or agility or a certain facet of the game to improve. Now that child is spending more and more hours in a sport at an early age, the likelihood of them burning out by the time they get to high school is much higher or getting injured before high school is much higher. And I think it can take away from the pleasure and enjoyment of sport. I think that's where parents have to be very cautious. Yes. You mentioned burnout, and I do want to talk about that. As parents, how can we prevent burnout, especially when, you know, we see our kid who's just launching into a sport and, you know, and does love it and wants to do it more and more? What what can we do to make sure that they're staying balanced in their lives? Well, I think that's it. You know, just looking at where does the balance come from? So how much time is a child spending in, spending in sport as well as school, studying, if they're spiritual, uh, family engagements, going to their friends' birthday parties, just being a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, if, if we look at some of the numbers just of, and I, this is a stat that's in my book, there's a graph about athletes who participate from high school, then go on to college, uh, and, and have the opportunity to go into professionals, the numbers dwindle considerably. Mm-hmm. And I think too often parents and maybe even developmental coaches are pushing kids to go after that college scholarship, or even now, go after that high school scholarship, mm-hmm. depending, mm-hmm. On the, depending, on, depending on where they're going to school, that we're forgetting that they're still kids and are they really developing, maturing as young men and women and not just looking for that next great athlete. You've worked with some elite athletes. You've been an elite athlete. When your child comes to you and says, you know, this is something I really want to do. I, I want to devote my time to uh, becoming an elite athlete. What's the conversation that you need to have with them um, so that they understand the the sacrifice, they understand the commitment, and uh, and, and not just on their side, on the side of the entire family? Well, I think it's one, first, maybe redirecting that conversation to, let's make sure you're a great individual first. Mm. And so we're really focusing more on your fundamental core values, beliefs, morals, so you have a solid and firm foundation to grow from. And as that becomes your your foundation, now we can start looking at some of the skills that can go into a sport. Um, But I think the conversation about being that next great Olympian or professional athlete for kids is too early. Mm-hmm. I think those are those are conversations. To, and again, depending on the sport that you're involved in, you know, maybe tennis or skating, ice skating. Those are some in gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they progress much earlier to be at that elite level. Uh, some of our uh, other sports like basketball, football, baseball, y- you have a little bit more time. And I think we're seeing in America at least more kids are burning out earlier because they've invested their families and maybe coaches have invested so much time at them early thinking, hey, this 10-year-old is going to be the next great whomever. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no, they're, they're, they're a 10-year-old child. you know. So we have to remind ourselves not to burn out these kids so early um, with these expectations and pressures. 
and making sure it's still the kid's interest and passion to pursue that sport. You know, you bring up a, an interesting point. There's a lot of talk about specializing in sports, you know, and, and, and often doing that very early. How much should we allow our kids to try different sports and activities? And when should we be asking them to specialize, if at all? I think that's a great question and just great awareness that at younger ages, kids should diversify their talents and their abilities to grow and mature uh, in the same way they are in school. You know, if we put our kids in just taking math classes, you know, what kind of student would they be? You know, they, they wouldn't learn about the history, the arts, English, different languages. Uh, so I think the same goes for sport. Allow kids to develop well-rounded skill sets, you know, maybe even through high school, just so they have that diversity. Uh, we see more, I think, in, in professional sports, athletes that are extremely successful have that balance and have that awareness. Now, I know parents often ask you a lot of questions about their kids and in, in, in sports. What would you say is the the real top concern, top question that that parents have um, when it comes to their kids in sports, and and how do you answer them? Well, there, there's a variety of questions. I think one usually comes down to motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, parents parents will ask, you know, hey, my my kid doesn't want to go to practice; they just want to play in games. Mm-hmm. Or um, my child is upset with the coach. What can I do to help them? Mm-hmm. Many times that comes back to the child's interests and motivation to play. And many times if the attention and focus is taken away from play, but it's now about competition, it's not so much about the child. It becomes more about the parent and the coach. I think that's where we can redirect back to what is in the best interest of the child. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Because we want our children to grow from sports and learn from sports um, and instead of feeling like so much pressure to perform all the time. Exactly. And, and, uh, and there are so many great qualities that we can gain as athletes and um, our kids can really you know, benefit from being involved with sports. Um, do you feel that there's a specific benefit for team sports versus individual sports? Or how do we pick the right sport for our child or, or guide them to go into the right sport for themselves? Well, I think it goes back to giving them experiences in both individual and team sports. Uh, And as they experience and mature, you know, they'll hopefully decide for themselves if they prefer to be an individual athlete or become a part of a team in a team sport. But I think it's, again, up to the individual and the child to make that decision. Mm-hmm. So just sitting down and talking to your child and asking them what they would like to uh, explore, maybe watching some different sports on TV or going to some games would be a good way for them to get exposed because perhaps the sport that you were involved with or that you know about while you were growing up isn't the right sport for your child. And we yeah. have to find out what that is, right? A- absolutely. You know, uh, both uh, my, my boys had the experience, both their parents, uh, we ran track. And right away, my oldest child said, absolutely, I'm not running track. <laughs> <laughs> because both his mom and I were very, very good in track, and we, we went pretty far in our careers, that he didn't want that pressure. And he noticed that right away. He, he just wasn't drawn to it. Now, he plays, he's a, more of a basketball player right now, 
but you see him run up and down the floor and coach say all the time, man, wow, he's so fast. He just, he just looks so natural. It's like, yeah. And, <laughs> and again, so I, I would love to see my son run track. Right. But realizing that's not his interest, that's not something I'm going to push him towards. Um, he's really enjoying basketball. And I'm encouraging that, but also encouraging him to develop in other sports. Uh, so I think, I think that's also important to give them exposure, whether mm-hmm. it's through watching sports, um, being around friends who play other sports. Uh, my youngest son is is seven, and he went to a friend's house over the weekend, and their <clears throat> family was in tennis lessons. He said, wow, Dad, this is great. Mm. You know, the, their coach showed me how to hold a racket, and I could hit both forehand and backhand. And just to hear his excitement mm. um, was cool for me because it, it wasn't a sport that I'd exposed him to yet. Um, so now, of course, he wants to go to his friend's house and, <laughs> and play that sport. Mm. That's great. Good for him. Good for him to try something new. Right. What about the what about sports for girls or sports versus boys? Do you feel that the the kids get uh, an equal amount of benefit, or are the benefits a little bit different for boys versus girls? Well, I, I'm I think it's great for boys and girls to experience any sport they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think again, as parents, we have to maintain and and, and create that openness for children to pursue and, and have an interest and be exposed to whatever they'd like. Um, so I think it does our, our children a disservice to cater to, you know, one sport or, or another because of their gender. Mm-hmm. What do you do about the child who doesn't seem to be interested in sports at all? Is there a way to open that door for them so that they get the benefits of sports without making them feel like they need to get into a specific mold and be, you know, this very specific type of athlete? Yeah, again, I think it's exposure. Um, You know, and sometimes there are great after-school programs that have that exposure to sport and just participating in athletic environments, you know, whether it's boys and girls clubs or, you know, after-school programs like Dash that do things for kids around just being athletic. Mm -hmm. Uh, That exposure can be just a, a great learning tool for kids. Right, and it doesn't have to be about competition. It can simply be about the fun of the game or getting those fundamentals so that they are exercising and making friends. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is the time when it's the top tip time. What do you want parents to know about sports and kids? If they had one takeaway that you would want all parents to know, what would it be? I think the biggest thing for parents to be aware of is to pursue your child's interests. And the more that they can have discussions and expose their children to sport through talking about it, watching it on TV, going to a a competition or a game, or watching friends or family play, I think it opens their awareness and a child's interest in learning more about sport. And as they pursue a, a uh, their interest in sport, parents reminding themselves and always keeping that within the forefront and the and the backdrop of their mind that it's about my child's interest and not my own. I think that's a, a very important thing for parents to remember. It's so easy to live vicariously through your children and yeah. uh, to want them to succeed in similar ways as you, um, especially if you <laughs> were very involved with sports. So I think that's a great, great point. 
So Dr. Ross Flowers, thank you so very much for joining us today and talking about sports and children. I feel like, you know, the idea of exposing your children to sports, making sure they have a good coach, a good program where they're getting information about how to be a good person, not just how to be an athlete, is such an important uh, tip that you provided. And I'm so glad you were here with us today. I appreciate you having me, Dr. Silverman. Thank you very much. Well, I've got my takeaways, and sweet friends, I know you have yours. Let's discuss them. Come up on Facebook and go to facebook.com slash Dr. Robin Silverman, or let's chat about it at drrobinsilverman.com or twitter.com slash Dr. Robin. Oh, and if you love this podcast like I did, would you please kindly go up to iTunes and rate and review it so others can learn all about Dr. Ross Flowers, his book, and all his wonderful tips about sports and kids. I truly appreciate it. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to How to Talk to Kids About Anything. For more information on books, articles, speaking engagements, or curriculum, please visit drrobinsilverman.com. I look forward to weathering the storms and enjoying the sunny side of life together. And please remember, even when it seems like nothing is going right, and we all have those days, you've got this. You're here, you're getting the information you need, and on the days we fall short, never forget there's always tomorrow. Parenting is the ultimate do-over. I get it. There will, of course, be moments when we all doubt our know-how, our choices, and our sweet sanity. At those times, please know that you are 10 times the parent you think you are. Until next time, this is Dr. Robin Silverman with How to Talk to Kids About Anything. Please tune in again and keep connecting through conversation. See you next week. been listening to how to talk to kids about anything with dr robin silverman for more information on books articles speaking engagements or curriculum please visit drrobinsilverman.com